You're listening to Good Answer, the best advice outlet since the fortune cookie. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Good Answer, arguably the best advice you've heard since your last fortune cookie. My name is Q, and as always, I'm with my humble associate, Duke. Is there anything you'd like to say to the fans, Duke? What's up, guys? Welcome back. All right. Keep it short and sweet. I like it. Before we get started with today's show, I'd like to give a big shout out to someone who's helped us out a lot, a big supporter of the show, Joshua Vu. And if you're interested in learning more about him, you can reach him at his gram at JoshuaVu7. And so anyways, moving on to the show, to any new listeners here, what we do here at the show is take your answers at askgoodanswer at gmail.com or on our various social media accounts, all at askgoodanswer. And we take we uh, select some of the questions and we get give our best shot at answering them and have a little bit of fun while we're at it too so with that we're just going to go ahead and dive right into the questions our first question today is from a female do you have a name for a female female um let's let's call her katie katie all right katie says hey my boyfriend has a best friend quote unquote he is always with He hangs out with her three times a week for about two hours or so. He says that they're just hanging out. Nothing serious. I don't know if I should trust him. Is he cheating on me? Hmm, I see. Um, So, I don't know. Like, I have a lot of good best friends of the opposite sex that I hang out with frequently. But um, I think the first question that we should ask Katie here is, is he doing anything suspicious Mm -hmm. uh, outside of hanging out with her? Right? Yeah. So, I mean, what do you, what would you say is suspicious? Like, like a lot of, of all, like his phone blowing up constantly with this, with this girl or um, what would you I say would, would be suspicious at this point? I think that more importantly, like you would have to like gauge what he's doing around you. And if it's different than what it used to be, like, is he acting differently mm-hmm. towards you? Is he actively like texting her a lot yeah. more? Uh, while he's hanging out with you because mm-hmm. you know and like vice versa is he texting you less when she's when he's hanging out with her like i mean yeah. you don't want to be like you know crazy and jealous and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i'm always like you know erring on the side of giving the person the benefit yeah. of the doubt yeah but is there anything suspicious going on yeah i i think that even if you know he's texting this girl like all the time and they're like really close friends that doesn't really matter in my mind it's it's more of a matter of what you said like is this guy is he being sus like if he's getting a bunch of text (laughs) is he putting his phone upside down things like that and if if he's getting a text is he you know trying to angle the phone away from you like yeah like definitely trying to hide stuff yeah exactly if it it looks like he's if he's acting sus and and he has something to hide then I think that's when you should be a little bit more suspicious. But if they're texting all the time and, you know, his phone is out in front of you, he doesn't really care if you see it or he's if you see it or not. And I'm not saying that you should ask to see his phone, but if he obviously doesn't care whether you see it or not, then you probably don't have anything to worry about. Maybe it's a huge bluff, yeah. though, you know? Like, yeah. maybe he's a really good <laughs> poker player. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that could be, too. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that if 
we're just to assume that it's just some guy in like high school or college. I, I don't think that he's already created this master plan to yeah. try to. But I think this is yeah. an issue that we run in, you know, all stages of life, you know, like mm-hmm. it may not just be like a best friend, but, you know, it could be some rando that you don't even know. Like, yeah. The unfortunate thing about society today and maybe even like in the generation of the past, it's like cheating is so common and it yeah. sucks. And, yeah. um, you know, I guess like people have less of a moral compass when it comes to these things. Yeah, I I think that you're you're definitely right there. It's it's almost becoming a little bit more socially acceptable. Obviously, it's still taboo, but it's not like you know before where you know it was pretty much assumed that you were going to stay with like one person for the rest of like your entire life. Things are becoming a lot more liberal in terms yeah. of relationships for sure. Yeah, but I mean, back to Katie's little situation here. I mean. I would just really try to think back to a time when you weren't suspecting anything Mm -hmm. at all and see if anything has changed. And if something has changed, like, I mean, like if they hung out all the time before you guys started dating and they still hung out all the time while you're dating, then I wouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't even turn my head to it. Yeah. But if things have changed, then you should definitely maybe think about confronting him Mm -hmm. in a non-confrontational way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that judge things based on the context of the question. I don't think that you can definitively say that he's cheating on you. I think that you really need to judge his behavior and see, you know, where he's going. Um, If he's obviously, you know, becoming more private about the relationship with this girl, then I think there's a chance that, you know, he could be cheating. But you obviously need to have that conversation before, like, you're like, okay, you need to cut this hoe off. Like, yeah. You, and you, then, you need to have that adult conversation first. And you don't want to come out, like, accusing him, you know, guns yeah. ablazing, just, like, just firing <laughs> everything up. You need to be like, hey, I'm concerned about what may or may not be going on. Yeah. That's yeah. And I mean, And I mean, if, if, he cares and, if he cares about you, then he'll have an honest conversation with you. Yeah, so final thoughts for Katie. What do you got? Final thoughts for Katie. First, just don't assume right off the bat that he's cheating. Just have that conversation. Judge his behavior. And, and if, if, he is, if he is interested in that girl, then, well, you have your answer. There you go. Yeah, and mine, one last little thing that I want to say is I feel like it's very dangerous to let your imagination run wild because this thing will uh, yeah. kind of eat you yeah. alive. And sure. like the more you think about it, the worst things are that the worst things that you imagine like happening between these two. So definitely be careful with that. But again, just observe and then, you know, be very smart about your next moves, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So our next question is also from a female. Uh, do you want to give her a name? Um, Crystal. Let's go with Crystal. Crystal with a C or a K? A K. She's like savage, so she's probably she's probably a K. Savage <laughs> Crystal, like the like burger chain, right? Yeah. Crystal. Okay, Crystal. Uh, Crystal says, I want to drop an old but close friend. They haven't mm. seemed to grown up. Uh, their sense of humor is like a fourth grader. <laughs> Like, I pretend to laugh, 
at their jokes because I don't want them to feel bad when nobody else laughs. But the worst part is, is that I have almost every class with them. How do I <laughs> drop this person without being rude or mean? <laughs> I well, before we get into the question, I just want to do a thought experiment here. Like so, is this thought so... like T H O T or like thought like, <laughs> like... <laughs> regular thought? Oh, regular Not thought. Hoes, just regular <laughs> thoughts. Okay, okay. Um, so they said sense of humor like a fourth grader. Okay. So what? would be their grade <laughs> because well, if you're just like oh yeah you have the humor of a fourth grader then what grade do you think that they're actually well, at let me or ask, they should be at can i ask you an honest question q all right all are right. farts still funny to you <laughs> <laughs> low-key no, no 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 on the highest actually <laughs> yeah I, I, I think farts are hilarious <laughs> But, I mean, did you think farts were hilarious in fourth grade? I sure thought so. <laughs> <laughs> but then would you be like, okay, you have the humor of a second grade? <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's all relative. But let's yeah. just assume that, you know, this person is just saying, you know, yeah. okay, humor yeah. below them. <laughs> okay. So, I, I feel like this question is, you know the premise to pretty much every like teeny bopper movie <laughs> okay uh, but the the arc of those stories is always you know they always you know drop this friend because you know they feel like they're bot beneath them they want to be with the cool kids now but then they end up realizing that the cool kids aren't you know as honest with them as you know this old friend like they aren't so, actually cool yeah they, <laughs> they 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 aren't yeah they they're not really cool to you on a personal level yeah so i would say you know if their humor becomes annoying then maybe you should talk to them first before you know you completely drop them mm-hmm. um so my suggestion i know that you obviously want to like come off off the bat and drop them but i think you need to ask them are they a good friend to you you know they might have a poor sense of humor but are they trustworthy are look for those values like do they have your back you know yeah yeah exactly so really consider that before you know a hard cut off um i don't know what do you think well, I, I actually strongly advise of any hard cutoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of them at all because, I mean, as crappy as this sounds, like, you'll, you never know when you're going to need somebody. And if this is a close friend, mm-hmm. like, you guys share something that lots of people don't have. And okay. you never know when you're going to need to be like, yo, like, I'm in some deep shit. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> and close friends are more likely to help you than your new cool friends but um i i totally agree with you you need to make sure that like if it's just their sense of humor then you know you can avoid that and you can definitely hold them at arm's length Mm -hmm. um yeah and with that type of quality if you're friends like you can talk about it and be like you know these jokes like they're not landing man (laughs) (laughs) like i'm really trying to support you but you're making it hard yeah exactly like i want to rise to the top with you you know (laughs) i i want to ride that cool wave with you and so i'm just trying to help you okay well that being said with crystal you know dropping them without being rude if we're gonna get to that scenario you know i have been in some situations where you know i don't really like you know this certain there's certain like things that i learn about 
a friend that, you know, I'm not exactly a fan of. So what I did, and I didn't like just completely cut them off. You know, I just like talked to them less and, and invited them less to hang out and took up their offers to hang out less. I didn't just stop talking to them completely. I just, you know, avoided them here and there. And then slowly, you know, it kind of, you know, died off eventually. So it's kind of like yeah. those slow fade to ghosting type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But it's not I, like all of a sudden to where yeah, exactly. like, oh, it, it, where did they go? Yeah, it, it wasn't just like, you know, I'm going to stop replying to your text completely. And honestly, like, I, I continue to text them. I continue to talk to them at school. But when it came to hanging outside of school, um, that's okay. when I started to hang out with them less. And, you know, eventually um you know we were still on you know a good basis with each other but would we say that we're close friends anymore no we probably weren't at that point yeah and i think that's totally fine i mean you're you're still young and you still have plenty of time to make new friends and they have plenty of time to make new friends so don't feel like you know you're cutting them off from the world because they also have a life as well Mm. um and like i said like q said i mean if you get to that point where you need to cut them off, yeah. I think that a very gradual approach is probably the best way to go. Yeah. Um, and if it's really, really, really bothering you all that much, I don't think I'd have a problem with, you know, confronting mm-hmm. them, especially if they're like persistent or they said something's wrong. Like, hey, hey, man, like, I need, like, w- what's up? Like, I don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, then you yeah. have a ha- nice, healthy conversation and then you help them out. Like, you tell them what's wrong. And you got to be real with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess, like, last thing that I would add is just, you know, based on what you said, it was mostly, you know, his humor and the fact that not making other people laugh, not making the cool kids laugh. <laughs> so if it was something, you know, really serious, like this person was, like, backstabbing you, then, like, you can have, like, a total dramatic, you know, friendship breakup. But, you know, <laughs> at this point, I would not suggest that based on what you're saying that's yeah. that's like all i have to add for that yeah i think that you're definitely just saying that there are more things to consider than a sense of humor right? yeah yeah for sure sure like we said you know there's a lot more to a friend than whether they're funny or not obviously that's a bonus yeah all right okay. so moving on to our next question this one is from a guy do you have a name for a guy felipe felipe okay yeah felipe asks, what are easy ways to study I usually read over my notes three times a week, about 45 minutes at a time, but I want to get better. Please help. Props to you, man. Props to you for wanting to get better. That's Mm -hmm. probably more than I studied in elementary school, middle school, high school. and College, (laughs) low-key. Well, in college, it was, you know, before a test, you know, probably. I, I probably studied a little bit more than that, but on average, that's probably about what I studied. Um, yeah well honestly i just made it through you know elementary to high school well elementary and middle school i don't think i ever studied like straight up like ever yeah yeah. Uh, in in high school i think that it was more of just like night before and i i never like consistently studied but that being said like i totally agree with you that i like how he's actually reaching out because i wouldn't reached out for help i I would just yeah, like, be like, how do I get better at video games? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if I had trouble studying, I would just be like, I would probably just make excuses, to be honest. I'd, I'd be like to my parents or my teacher or whatever, just like, you know, ah, there's not enough time in the day, you know? Like, yeah. 
like ninth grader is busy, you know. Like I, 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 I wake up, do. the sun's up. I come home, sun's down. I have to go to sleep, mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And okay. then, so now I'm gonna answer the question by All talking right. to my my younger self. If I could go back in time and talk to my younger self, mm-hmm. the thing that I would tell me is the most important thing is pay attention in class. Yeah, um, because mm-hmm. paying attention in class, like you're not doing anything else in class anyway. So yeah. I might as well just like listen and then go back home and just take a like, you know, probably 30 minutes to an hour just to review what you mm-hmm. went over the day uh-huh. and you'll retain so much more. And then like when it comes to study time for like tests and stuff like that, I think you'll be surprised about how yeah. much more you remember. Yeah, yeah I I honestly was pretty bad about that. Like I wouldn't like pay attention and stuff like that. But, you know, when I really started to pay attention in like in my, some of my classes in high school and especially later on in college, when I really started to pay attention in a lecture, it honestly dramatically reduced the amount that I actually had to study. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So like, you know, I would in the days that, you know, where I didn't pay attention, I would just sit there, you know, I would doodle, not pay attention at all. And then when yeah. I get home, I'd be like shit i don't know anything <laughs> yeah would, it happened so many yeah. times yeah and then i'd be reading and reading and reading trying to absorb all this stuff and you know because i wasn't paying attention because someone wasn't there explaining it to me i never really got it and if if i was at a position where i was in a bad spot academically then i probably and then i just stayed there like in a state in a bad spot yeah and next big thing Find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people work on flashcards. Some people work on reading. Uh, some people work with working with groups. Yeah. Um, personally, I do well with groups. And I also like to be taught instead of like actively reading. So I um, like to watch videos yeah. um, about things. And then that's how I learn because I'm a very visual person mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, for, for the most part, I'm a solo studier. And I think that what really helped me study was realize that, you know, you have to be efficient with your time. Okay, yeah, you might be studying 45 minutes at a time, but are you really maximizing that time to its fullest extent? And, you know, even though I did, like, in even later in college, study the night before or the morning before, like, because my back was up, up against the wall, I made sure that every single minute counted. Like, back uh, against the wall. Yeah, exactly. Nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to perform. Like, that, that, was, that was my mentality. Since, like, there was only a couple more hours until the test, like, I need to make every single moment count. Obviously, I should have been doing that way before the actual test. Exactly. But, yeah, and if you yeah. do that, you know, day in and day out, once you get to that point in time, you already know all the crap yeah. that you need to know. So mm-hmm. you you feel a lot less stressed. You perform a lot better in theory. Yeah. Yeah. So I just back once again, like I just noticed that in college and otherwise, a lot of people said that they studied like hours for that test and they didn't do well. And I think it's, you know, it's because they're not really maximizing the amount of time that they're doing. And they're, you know, one thing is uh, when you're studying, don't just read. Like you need to be actively, you know, saying things out loud. You need to be using note cards, but writing the worst thing that out, you can do, write, yeah, writing things do. out. Just don't just read the notes or just read the textbook. You need to be yeah. being more active with your studying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Totally agree with that. Um, all right. So you ready for the last question? All right. Hit me up. Last question is from a female and this is a little bit of a serious one. So, um, just... um, 
<laughs> so not crystal with a K. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's go with uh, Dolores. Dolores. Yeah. Like Westworld Dolores, huh? Yeah. Can't wait for that to come back. BTW. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you know that was a movie, by the way? Like, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Like, apparently it was a book, but I didn't know it was a movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I was yeah. talking to one of my friend's parents. This is totally besides the point. Sorry, Dolores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he, he was saying, yeah, it used to be a movie. And then he, like, said the whole entire plot to me. I'm like, oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> He's like, but, yeah, I haven't seen the series. I'm like, interesting. Well, maybe we yeah. should have a little yeah, cultural like, exchange you should, here, buddy. You should get on that. You should be like, uh, well, now that they don't need to be using puppets for special effects. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, right. Dolores asks, I have a serious question. My friend is having a really hard time, and I don't know what to do for her. Her parents are going through a divorce, and it seems like she's being treated very poorly. She has already moved three times um, throughout the course of her life as well. What should I do for her? Um, yeah, honestly, this is not something that I have experienced. Like a friend that's going through a divorce and, you know, the, the being treated poorly part. Um, I'm not sure with to what respect that you're talking about but i personally Mm -hmm. haven't gone through that so you know just based off of what you're saying i would say definitely always be there for her and if she's trying to reach out to you um just make yourself available um and because when you're in those positions on even though i said that i've not necessarily been in this exact situation i've noticed that people tend to just keep to themselves and expect no one to want to help them. So I would yeah. say make sure that she knows that you are there, that you are available. And then secondly, if this is something that, you know, maybe a suicidal situation, then you need to make sure that you contact the appropriate people to make sure that this doesn't get any worse than it already is. Yeah, definitely. If it's, if somebody's life is at danger or even their health, it doesn't have to be their life. Mm-hmm. If something is at danger, as at stake, then make sure you call somebody that can do something, whether that's the parents, the brothers, the sisters, the police, whatever you need to do. It may feel crappy. It may feel wrong, but make mm-hmm. sure that you do it because their life, their health is the most important thing at the end of the day. Um, now, for Dolores, I have been in the same situation as mm-hmm. her friend. Um, unfortunately my family has been through a similar situation and um, it feels crappy and I honestly don't talk about it that much I have Mm -hmm. lots of friends that you know still uh, when they ask me how my family is they'll be like like they have no idea and I'm like I kind of drop it on them because it's happened it happened a long time ago it's part of my life Um, and it surprises them but while I was going through the whole entire thing the things that I appreciated most from people were definitely um, people that made themselves available, like you said, yeah. but didn't smother me with support. Um, yeah. And like, just make sure that um, you're there just to listen. Like you may, you might be on the phone with them. You might be sitting in the same room as them, just listening for hours on end, but it, provides such great stress mm-hmm. relief just getting it all out there and just talking your feelings out you don't have to say anything i when i was talking about these things yeah. i didn't expect anybody to say anything mm-hmm. uh, because when you're talking to your friends they don't know like they don't know what um what you're going through especially if their family is like totally intact and that's great 
but they don't know. So just listen, make sure that you're there. Keep a watchful eye on their health and, um, but don't overdo it. Like I hated it when people like would call me every 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit on a really great point there. And is that, you know, don't treat them like they need training wheels or something like that. Like that can come off as condescending and make them feel even worse about their situation. And it provides a little bit of pressure as well because you're constantly thinking. Yeah. When you're just like, Oh yeah, just like chin up champ and like all that stuff. Like, I think that definitely the best thing to do is be available, be there to listen. And, you know, you know, you're, you don't know everything in the world. So maybe not like give them like, you know, whatever advice that you have. I think it's more important that you listen than try to tell them what to do. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I think something that's almost universal for mm -hmm. all divorces for the kids that are part of that whole entire thing um, and it's something that you can, I think you can say, uh, maybe not from like an experience standpoint, but also, but you know, just be like, Hey man, like, I know that, you know, you're going through a shitty time, but I think that you need to know that it's most likely not your fault mm-hmm. because a lot of the time when kids go through these things, and I have definitely thought it a couple of times too, yeah. is that all these things that are happening to your family or because you didn't do the dishes the other day. Um, yeah. Cause that could, that could have sparked a fight and you're like, Oh crap, I, I definitely screwed up, mm-hmm. but they need to know and they need to be told that it's not their fault. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything like else that you'd like to add that, you know, she, that she should do for her friend? Um, I would just, you know, like I said, just be available, take them out, hang out, listen, um, and if they need anything, then, you know, go for it. If they don't need anything, just let them chill out for a little bit call them the next day. Just, you know, just see how they're doing. Don't even ask about like the situation at home. Just be like, Hey, you holding up. All right. Do you need anything? And then everything will smooth out, um, in the long term. but the person definitely appreciates you, uh, your care, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I totally agree. Just be available, but don't give them the training wheels. Don't be like overly pitying them, but just be 100% available if they need you and just tell them like, I'm just, I'm here for you. That's, that's the main uh, point that I would tell you to do for her. That's absolutely uh, what you need to do with her is just, you know, be available. Yeah. Yeah. And ice cream solves everything. So (laughs) you can definitely hit her up for some ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Take her, take her out to get some marble slab. That'll, that'll smooth things over for sure. Alrighty. Well, that's all the time that we have today. Um, uh, Final thoughts for me. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, We really enjoyed these questions and we hope that we were able to help everybody out at least a little bit, if not provide a little bit perspective. Um, if you guys have any burning questions at all or any, you know, whatever questions, just hit us up at askgoodanswer at gmail.com or on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at, at askgoodanswer. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird it's to a say tongue twister. At, 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 yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> it's a tongue twister for sure. <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone.